0: Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Today we'll be talking about panic attacks and a bit of first aid to help when those times do pop up believe me, they don't need to keep coming forever. And the quickest way to get out of it is to use some of these tips that we have for you today. So I hope you'll stay tuned. Okay, now let's get on to the show. Panic attack first aid kit. Yeah, we all need a few little tips to keep us going when we get that overwhelmed time. It may or may not ever come for you again. But just in case, these are some ways to get you through it. We end up being overwhelmed by fear at certain times. And we have that feeling, you know, the feeling like you want to escape or that you have to get away, get out of the environment that you're in right now. And you feel like you're going to die. It's that overwhelming feeling, that impending doom And this kind of feeling, this panic attack feeling where all of the physical symptoms are going off and you just don't know what to do next except to run, these can eventually start to control you if you are trying to avoid them. I know that seems counterintuitive, but you want to actually turn and face them. That need to get away, that feeling of escape, um, it is very common in a panic attack, and personally, I remember wanting to always know when I was in a movie theater or when I was in a restaurant. I always wanted to know where the exit was. Like, what, almost as if if I knew where the exit was, I was going to be okay. And it's funny these things, way our mind can start to manipulate things or mold things. If it gets bad enough, you start avoiding the places where you may have had a panic attack. And this is exactly what our body and mind feel like we need to do, but it is exactly what we don't need to do. First off, we want to recognize what is happening. Recognize that this is a panic attack. This is overwhelm. We are overwhelmed with fear and feelings and all of our stress hormones are going off, and it's too much. So we have to recognize it. It's the first thing in our little toolkit here, our first aid kit. Recognize what is happening, and let the feelings be. This can be a difficult To get in our minds because we want to just get away from it. We want to know how to eliminate it or push it away or dissolve it. But we need to recognize it and let those feelings be. Because these feelings can't hurt you. What's going on are very high levels of stress hormones, and those are going off because you've been triggered. Now, what happens is we as we talk about here over and over is that you're already highly sensitized. So when you get triggered by anything and all of your hormones your stress response is so quick that and so complete that it it's forcing you to feel like you have to move you have to escape and actually that's what those stress hormones are meant to do if we were running from an animal, a wild animal, we would need to have those stress hormones firing off like that and getting us to move very quickly and very completely. There's no time to turn around and look. It's just go, go, go. So actually, our body is trying to keep us safe. Our mind and body working together are trying to get us to safety because it thinks that something is wrong and that there is danger. The odd thing is there is no wild animal chasing us, and it is our over-sensitized system that is letting go of these high levels of stress hormones way more than is required for the situation. Instead of being chased by an animal, you may have had an argument with someone, or you may have been cut off in traffic or a multitude of other things, but the severity of it was not enough to put you into this full-fledged need to escape, but because you are highly sensitized to any kind of sense of danger, and so your stress reaction is over the top, and your body and mind are acting as if you are running from a wild animal. So some of the points I want to make about that is that you cannot give in to the feeling. It's very important to actually recognize it and accept it. You can't fight it. You can't. It's like trying to push away water. You can't fight it and you don't want to respond with fear. So that takes some practice. You may be thinking those are easy words, but and they are easy to say and it just takes practice. So don't be dismayed. Hang in there and just keep working on it. Ride it out. Let it flow. That's the first piece in our first aid kit here for panic attack. Recognize what is happening. Ride it out. Let it flow. Have to be with it. And again, I know this sounds easy, but just practice it. Stay with me here and keep practicing it. The second one that I want to mention is that we want to diffuse the fear. We want to use our wise mind to counter and to kind of give a little pushback in a intellectual way to the scary pieces, to the scary thoughts, to the fearful um Thinking that is going on with this panic attack. Let it be. Let the thoughts be there. Let the feelings be there as we were doing in the first step. Continue on by reminding yourself that there is nothing dangerous happening right now. Remind yourself with your wise mind that this is your oversensitized nervous system. It doesn't need to be this reactive, but it is. So we're just going to have to ride out the sensations. The cascade of hormones has already been released. There's nothing you can do about that. So just want to focus on not adding more fuel to that fire and ride out what is already in process. The feelings that you have, the discomfort, the urge to run, the total fear are feelings that are coming from the high levels of stress hormones and they will pass. And it's nothing more than that. There is no danger. And you need to remind yourself of that. This is where we pull up the other parts of our brain. We are not only our ancient brain, our amygdala that is overfiring and sending out so much fear and trying to keep us safe. We have a lot more going on as human beings and we need to use our executive functioning. We need to use our wise mind to be able to say, hey, I understand what's happening here and I just need to ride this out. And we want to give ourselves a chance to list out what is happening. Maybe we are the kind of person that does better with looking at evidence. You can list out the evidence for the fear that you're having. Is this really, is this really going to happen? Are you really not going to be able to drive to the exit where you have to get off? You want to remember the times that you were able to do it and that you've done it plenty of times before, even when you were feeling really yucky inside with all of those hormones racing, making you sweat, heart pounding, whatever it is. You've done it before, and if you just keep going and don't run away from it, eventually it gets easier and easier. You want to put that fear on the back burner and be able to look back at it another time. Put it on the back burner like we talk about in other podcasts where we we say, just just let it sit there. I know it's happening, and I'm not going to quite deal with it right now. I'm just going to put it on the back burner and let it simmer. I acknowledge that it's there, but I'm not going to give it all of my attention. And that's what we want to do versus giving in and reacting by running away or trying to escape the situation. Because it isn't the situation that's the problem. It is the fact that our oversensitized nervous system let out a flood of stress hormones and we have to ride out those feelings. The third tip I want to give you to keep in your first aid kit here is that we want to wake up and stimulate our parasympathetic nervous system. Now you know we talk about the parasympathetic nervous system here all the time. That's the rest and digest part of our nervous system that is the place we go once we are feeling safe again. and we can let our body heal. and we can go there. We can actually stimulate or wake up this part of our nervous system a number of ways. And the first way that you can do that, is by doing Buddha belly breathing, which is where you let your belly poof out, right? We talk about this with other things, and this is exactly what you need to do when that panic attack is going on. Just try to wake up and stimulate that parasympathetic nervous system. Let the belly poof out, Let your diaphragm flatten out and that puts some pressure on the vagus nerve, which stimulates the parasympathetic nervous system. It's not magic. It's just the way our bodies are built. When we are breathing in the upper one third of our lungs, we are not letting our diaphragm flatten out. We are not stimulating the vagus nerve and Uh, we are not engaging the parasympathetic nervous system. And we can do this if we put our mind to it. So let your belly poof out. No one's watching. Relax into letting the breath deepen out of the first third of the lungs down into the second third and all the way down. Fill those lungs. And it's not forceful. It's about relaxing. It's about relaxing the belly and letting the lungs fill up. It's not forceful at all. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? Code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The second thing you can do to wake up the parasympathetic nervous system is by listening to music. Baroque music is one that comes to mind that will stimulate the parasympathetic nervous system. A lot of people enjoy classical music. Obviously, if you don't, you'll want to find music that can help you feel relaxed. Now, I know that there are a lot of things that will tell you this music or this music or that music, like I just mentioned, Baroque music, perhaps um, there are artists that you like, that do stimulate you into calming. Another way to do that would be to be listening to a guided relaxation audio, like the body scan, where you are getting a guided meditation. Um, it feels like someone is with you and you are hearing the voice. And I have a guided... Um, body scan on our website. If you go to anxietycoachespodcast.com, you can see the page that says body scan, and please download that and enjoy that when you need to. It's just like having a friend with you or somebody helping guide you through the body. You put your attention somewhere else and being guided when you are in a panic attack is often very helpful because, um, We like our meditation all kinds of different ways, but the guided is very helpful when you are stressed out and in a overstimulated panic kind of feeling. So try the music, try the Buddha belly, and try the guided relaxation audio like a body scan. And the fourth one that I want to talk about is to slow down. Whatever it is that you're doing, slow it down. If you are with kids and you're trying to get them home from school, slow down. If you're walking, slow down. Driving even, get in the slow lane. Take it down a notch. If you're late for an appointment, let that be. Let yourself be late and slow down. The reality is we're much more able to Calm down our nervous system when we're not rushing. Of course, you can, you can rush and move about quite rapidly, mindfully, but in the middle of a panic attack is not a time to try to play with that. So just whatever it is you're doing, become more mindful of what it is and be more in the moment with exactly what it is that you are doing. You can bring your attention to it. If you are in a meeting, bring your attention to the person who is speaking. It will help bring you out of your own mind and out of your own body and the attention into the exact moment of what is being said versus you spinning out with overstimulated nervous system, with racing thoughts and all kinds of physical Manifestations that come when we're having a panic attack. We have all our own individual ways that we uh, manifest the feelings. And, but the generally the idea of this is too much, I'm overwhelmed, I'm, I'm dying, I'm, I can't do this. I need to escape. I have to get out of here. I have to get off this road. Those are the kinds of feelings that come up along with a bunch of other physical feelings that are individual for everybody. And if you want to see more of them, you can go to the website. There's a list of possible, an early starter list of of symptoms. It doesn't matter what the symptom is. The root is the same. It is our own body letting out too much of our hormones that are necessary for us when we are truly in danger. But those of us who are overstimulated with an anxious mind and are still living in anxiety day in and day out, we are so easily triggered that our body goes into alert and danger as if we were being chased by a wild animal. It knows nothing in between. It's only black or white. And even when we are okay, it is just the thought. A thought can trigger our entire body and symptoms can come popping up when all we're doing is sitting in our living room watching television or having a conversation. It's not that there's anything wrong. It's that the body and mind are oversensitized and trying to get you to safety. So we have to use other parts of our thinking to remind ourselves oh, but I am safe. I'm here in my living room. I am just moving along. And if we can get ourselves back to a safe, thought, if we can remind ourselves that we are safe and actually truly feel it, and that's why the breathing helps, because it really helps to bring the body back down, it can be a matter of a minute and a half in order for those hormones to recede. Now, why do panic, why do panic attacks last so long then? Or why is it continuing to go on, you say, right? That's the question I get all the time. And the reality is that it's because you and I, if I were having a panic attack right now, would be constantly adding more fuel to that anxious fire. It's me thinking another fearful thought on top of another fearful thought. And it's very easy to do once you are already in that hyper state. Once those hormones are already raging and you're surfing that hormonal cascade of stress hormones, it's very easy to think only scary thoughts. This is where we have to really bring ourselves in and say, but intellectually, I know that I'm okay. We have to use that part of our brain. We have to rely on our, our know-how, our understanding and say, I know I'm okay. This feels horribly uncomfortable right now, but I know that it will pass. And so this is how we get through a panic attack with a little bit of first aid. We recognize what's happening We recognize it in not a fearful way, but in a, oh, I know what this is, and I know that I will be okay. And then we want to diffuse it a little bit by reminding ourselves that we are not in danger, that we've been in this kind of situation before, and that we will be okay, and that we can put this kind of thinking on the back burner, and we can check in with it again later maybe when we've calmed down and see if it really is something that needs some attention. But right now in this high state of uh, panic, no, we're just going to put it on the back burner and ride out this hormonal cascade that has already started. It's already in the works. We can't stop it. And then number three, we want to wake up our parasympathetic nervous system by using our Buddha belly breathing, by listening to some very calming music, music that is calming to you, not music that is maybe calming to me, but irritating to you. You need to find what it is that works for you and let your body start to calm. And in the same way, you can use a guided uh, relaxation audio in order to put the focus on, you know, a guided meditation where somebody is like talking to you and you can feel it. A body scan is a perfect one to use because it brings your attention back into the body and just letting it relax, bringing it to each piece, each different area of the body and letting that relax. Um, But any guided meditation might be helpful. Find the one that you like and use that because Uh, Having somebody read it to you, going through it with you as a guided meditation lets you feel a little bit less alone and it might help you relax that much more. And the fourth and final piece is to remember to slow down. Whatever it is you're doing, bring an element of mindfulness back into it no matter what you're doing, you can bring mindfulness to it. You can be in a meeting, you can be washing dishes, you can be driving your car, riding on the subway, you can be bringing mindfulness to it. Meaning that we come out of our racing thoughts, our monkey mind, we let that go And we just come into the physical moment of where we are and what we're doing. And we do it just a little bit slower, just so that our our mind and body then get the idea of, oh, maybe things are okay. There's no more racing around going on. Maybe things are okay. Everything we want to do is to be able to get the message to our mind and body that we are safe. I hope that that has been helpful for you. And I hope that you will practice it. It isn't something that changes overnight or the first time that you try it. But over and over, the mind and body begin to get the message, oh, this isn't so dangerous. I really am okay. And the more and more that we can get that nervous system calm down, we can begin to resolve and heal that hypersensitive nervous system that is blasting off at the slightest little thing. So hang in there, keep practicing it, keep coming back to the podcast, and please join us on the Facebook group. We would love to see you there. And now for today's quote. Today is only a small manageable segment of time in which our difficulties need not overwhelm us. This lifts from our hearts and minds the heavy weight of both past and future. And that's an anonymous quote from One Day at a Time in Al-Anon. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha.